Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Celeste. And I'm chill. And welcome to Heavy Worship Nation. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it? The season finale is finally here. This is it. This is it. This is so surreal. Like, you guys, I am honestly... I have no word. Like, I just, I, it's like a bittersweet feeling for me because part of me is like, oh, like, I'm so happy because it's like, you know, we finished season one and like everything like that. But then it's like, I hold season one near and, and dear to me because it's like, we've, we've overcome a lot during this time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Really, really. It was, it was a struggle. It was definitely a roller coaster. Absolutely <clears throat> roller coaster because I don't, I think sometimes we like to think that our walk with Christ is set in stone that, yes. you, know, you know, every single step to take, you know, every turn in advance, but it's like, you know what, when God's people were wandering in the desert for 40 years, there was no path. There was nothing set mm-hmm. in stone. The only thing that was set in stone was there was going to be manna in the morning, quail at night sometimes. And that's it. It's so incredible how just our journey (laughs) from when we first started, just the idea, just the name, everything, like going to the, some, uh, uh, to a few shows in the beginning, like, you know, just getting to know people from not really knowing anybody. I mean, we knew a couple of people, but like now, like that we're growing more, it's like, we're just building this bigger community of believers who like love Christian metal are just, it's just insane to me. It's like not real. Like we just talked about it like a couple of hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never in a million years did I think that I was going to be doing something like this. I, I didn't, I don't even know what I thought. Honestly, when we talked about this, I had like zero expectations. I was like, if nobody watches it, oh, if man. nobody listens to it, that's fine that's okay I've done lots of things in my life where it didn't really go anywhere but this is something else man yes it's like legit you guys every day a new follower a new like a new comment like and we we had no expectations we were just like we want to build our community in San Antonio San Antonio Texas that's where we're from Mm -hmm. you know born and raised we're trying to, you know, have the community grow bigger here, have people be, have, I'm sorry, have fellowship with each other, just like people getting to know other people, because like there, a lot of us can be introverts and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But now it's just branched off so much. And it's, it's been growing like wildfire. Like what, what was it? Was it yesterday? You sent me something and it was like in the last 30 days, 700, um, yep uh just I think it was was I think it was seven I'll pull it up right now it was like 763 people yeah like interactions or something I don't remember reached and I'm just like what like that that is insane like it is crazy and like honestly with this whole ministry like we're just like we're just gonna let go and let God as as generic as that sounds legit I mean Chill and I are, you know, as we have talked about, we're in Celebrate Recovery. Mm-hmm. So everything, you know, we live our daily life within the 12 steps. And a lot of it is talking about, um, you know, just surrender and letting go. Yep. 
Oh my gosh, my Siri came on. Okay. <laughs> I know for me, that's been the word of the year for me. Surrender and vulnerability, mm-hmm. which is crazy because you cannot surrender unless you're vulnerable. So like last year for me, it was trust. But the only way I could trust God was if I uh, addressed the fears that I had. So once I address those fears, it's like, okay, well, it's time to surrender. But how can I surrender unless I'm willing to be vulnerable? Man, that is a word. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just shocked, surprised. It's been a roller coaster because that's what a roller coaster is. You know, you, you don't know what to expect. You feel that you feel the tension, you feel the pressure, you know, you feel it building and then you go up and up and up. And then you got that first drop and you're like, Whoa, I love roller coasters. I do. <laughs> oh man. I, do. <laughs> I can't. I'm just, so I'm, I'm just at loss for words, but you know what? God is really showing us something in this season i know like season is such a popular word nowadays but it really like just all the stuff that we had to go through like you guys we really went through some spiritual warfare like like chill and i have gone through stuff like together gone through stuff individually yeah like stuff that we didn't even know we were going to come out of like it, it felt like at some points it was like like for me personally i was like can I do this anymore? Like, I just, some parts of me was like, the spiritual warfare is not worth it. Like the, the stuff that I'm going through, I'm like, maybe I should stop the podcast altogether. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants me to stop the podcast. The enemy wants me to stop talking about the Lord. The enemy wants me to stop reaching out to people. So I was just like, no, like I needed to just t- uh, speak my truth and talk to someone about it because yeah, it's not good for a while. Sam, like where, where I've been personally, my tendency is to run. I don't, I don't know what it is to like be still. I don't know what that is. I, I absolutely have the workaholic tendencies. So whenever adversity comes my way, that is my number one thing that I do. I will bury myself in work um, or I'll run. Right. And for those of you who know me, it's no secret. I don't like San Antonio. So I've been trying to leave forever. And it's just one, for some reason, I just can't, no matter how hard I try, I can't. And I get it now. I get it. And I think I'm finally starting to come to terms with that. Just like, okay, instead of me living like this transient life, it's like, well, Mm -hmm. maybe I will buy some land and maybe I will build a house. And, you know, maybe I will be a part of a church. Maybe I'll try to make actual friends, you know, maybe, maybe I'll do that. So I mean, yeah, the warfare has been real. It's been real. Like I can, I can so attest to that because I mean, my warfare to keep it real, like a hundred percent, um, is, you know, situations with my family members, situations happen with friends just come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, I get more panic attacks I get really depressed, like something triggers me because like, I'm, some of you know, I guess if you, you know, went back and listened to episode one, or I think it was episode one that we talked about it, but, um, I am a survivor, uh, a survivor of sexual, uh, abuse and emotional and a few other abuses, um, as a child and, a, and an adult. And so, um, just dealing with, uh, 
PTSD and just stuff like that has been very uh, hard. And so when I started this ministry with chill, I was like, this is going to be so fun. This is going to be amazing. And then it's like this exact same thing that happened when I joined the worship team. It's like my anxiety went way higher. I started to get more triggered by things that I wasn't even triggered with before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so insane. It's so crazy to me. Yeah. And it, it, I think what's interesting is how like we can read God's word and know that every trial and every tribulation is for a good, it's for a benefit, it's to produce endurance. But man, when you're in the middle of it, when you're in the thick of it, it don't feel good. It doesn't. And can you hear me or did I cut out again? No, no, no. I, I muted myself because there's some background noise. So I, I wanted to like, yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, when we say the warfare has been real, it has been real. I mean, technology, our own inner machinations, I mean, work and money and school and worship and just everything that could get thrown at us got thrown at us. But I get it because this season, what did we go over? We went over the foundations of heavy worship and our intention for season one was to lay the groundwork for anyone and everyone who's interested in heavy worship to get into it to not be intimidated to not feel awkward to not feel like you don't belong we wanted to make sure every single episode was just built on top of one another so that way at the end which is where we are right now you you know who heavy worship nation is you know what heavy worship na- heavy worship is you have a better idea of how to discover new music now you know how to be the cool kid you know, you understand the importance of developing your local community and how to connect and stuff, you know, and we were so fortunate and it's, it's so incredible to even think about it because again, here I am talking about my transient lifestyle where I don't lay down roots and I don't establish well friendships. I'm a master at like professionally networking, but that's as, that's the extent mm-hmm. as it goes, you know, I'll keep you here. Like, yeah, you know me, I know you, but that's, that's as close as you get. You stay right there. And through the process of just living for the Lord, we've managed to make so many friends. I mean, every single guest speaker we had was phenomenal. I, 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 I'm not the type of person to say like, I love you just willy nilly. Like I'm, I'm that type of person where I say things because I mean it. I mean what I say and I say what I'm going to do. And that's it. If I tell you I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I say something, it's because I mean it. So every single one of these guests that we had, incredibly insightful, wonderful men of God, brothers in the Lord, into the ministry and worship, just blessing the podcast and speaking life into it. And now we're friends. All of us, which is so incredible. Like what? We went, we went from being acquaintances to actually becoming friends. I mean, like we had our first ever, mm-hmm. our first ever pizza party for Heavy Worship Nation. Guys, I have been praying for years. Like I have been praying since the day that I got saved for Christian friends that were into metal. Like I'm not even lying to you guys. I have been praying for that. So for us to have our first ever pizza party and to make plans to do it again next month like I think that's what awestruck means you're just amazed it's surreal like is is this real is this really happening and it is it's real (laughs) it's really happening 
It really is because it's like all the things that we thought could never happen are happening. And it's like God's timing is always so perfect because it's like, even for me, I'm the type I'm like, come on, like, give it to me right now. Like I'm ready. I can handle it right now. And God's like, not yet. You got to wait. And I'm like, God, I'm ready. And he's like, no, you're not. Because if you were, you would have it. And I'm just like, all right, fine. Because I'm, I'm a, I'm one of those, like, let's get it done. Rip the bandaid off. It's black and white. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Either it is or it isn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you and I get along so much too, because it's just like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what it is. And like, you know, it, it just, it's so incredible because I have been praying for a long time to find someone that is especially like a woman that loves like heavy metal, especially, but like Christian, like heavy metal, because like, of course, like I have my friends from the past and I've said this before where like, we would always go to shows together. I mean, like, you know, I was playing in bands for as long as I can remember. I was always going to bars, always going to venues, always like hanging out with like all the, all that, all those type of people. But it's like, I can't do that anymore because they still want to go out and drink. They still want to go out and smoke. They still mm-hmm. want to go out and do drugs. Yeah. They still want to, you know, they're not living their life for the Lord. And I just can't do that anymore. But my heart still yearns for, you know, the fellowship with those people. But me physically, I cannot be in that type of environment anymore, especially yeah. if they're doing it around me. Like I just, I can't in this spot in my life yeah. because there's some people that can, yeah. like they could just like, oh, I'm just going to go see this one show and like the alcohol and the stuff that can be around me. But me right now, I'm still very vulnerable to that stuff. I'm like, I just can't be around it. Yeah. And so it's like, when you and I connected at church, I was like, man, this is from God, because I was like, I'm never going to find someone that, you know, is down to go to shows with me. I'm never going to find a girl that's like wanting to get down and like, actually like no music. Like, it's not just like, oh yeah, I like that band. And then, but really, they really don't like it, but it's like you legit do. And it's like, we, we are doing life together. We're doing so many other things besides this ministry you know, like we're doing the fitness journey together. Yeah. You know, not a lot of people know about that. And oh, like, yeah. the only reason why it's working is because God ordained the whole thing, like mm-hmm. for us to connect. And it's so crazy because you guys don't know this, but when I start, when I, I have been doing my fitness journey for like years, like it's been yo-yo up and down, up and down, especially since I started, you know, because I have depression, anxiety, but I have started, you know, um, when I started taking, um, anti-anxiety medication and then uh, depressant medication, like stuff to ease that. Yeah. Um, that's when my weight started to really go up because I was always like a good weight, like most of my life. I mean, I was a little chubby, but I was always healthy. Yeah. But then as soon as I started taking that medication, that's when it skyrocketed because I, that medicine makes you hungry and it just off the wall. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, as soon as I started to to have fellowship and accountability with people that are in the same, like the same road as me, I have not had this kind of success like ever because I've always been a yo-yo dieter. Like I've done every diet you can imagine. I've gone to every doctor you can imagine. 
And they would always tell me every single thing like, oh, you're never going to have um, this specific thing again. Or, you know, because I don't want to go too much in detail because, I mean, I know guys listen to this podcast, but um, what I can say is that um, I, since I've been doing this, I've lost a total of 30 pounds and I never thought I would be <laughs> there, yeah. but it's really true. You, who you surround yourself with, if you are growing, that is a good sign. If you mm-hmm. are surrounding yourself with people that are not lifting you up, mm-hmm. they're not cheering you on that are, you know, if they're always like pulling you down, if they're always got something negative to say, you're not going to be successful. Yeah. You're especially mentally. It's just, it's not, it's not going to work. And that's why this ministry works so well mm-hmm. because our values align so well. We have God in the center of it, yep. especially if, even like a marriage, like how a marriage is like, you know, God at the, at the top. And then like the man and the wife, you know, it's like a, a pyramid, mm-hmm. but it's, I feel like it's like that with friendships too. Like God always has to be the center of it all. And you can tell when God is not at the center of something yeah. because that person is just, you can, the, the spirit of that person, like, it's just not genuine. It's just like, they're not humble. They're not, it's like, you, you, you can really tell when someone is, how do I say this? Like, you can really tell when someone is genuinely doing stuff for ministry and for the Lord yeah. and, you know, for fellowship. And you can just really tell, especially if you have really good discernment and you've really been on your walk with the Lord and just having good accountability people around you, mm-hmm. you can tell when it's not. Yeah. And I know, you know, that to be true a hundred percent. And that's a part of the big reason why I have a tendency of just being alone. Um, I didn't realize that my trust issues were as deep as they were until I started making this podcast until I was put in that position of having to be vulnerable and having to be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no clue how any of this works. All I can do is just be vulnerable and admit that and trust that God's got it. So yeah. Yeah. For me. And I, I think, I know maybe it's a metal thing. Maybe it's not, but you're absolutely right. That is one of the foundational things between the both of us is we're, we're real. That's it. We're real. This, this is who we are. This is what we're about. We're not going to sugarcoat or tiptoe egg on eggshells. We're not doing none of that. This is it. This is it. And I love that about us because it's so rare to find that. Most people, they find it like off-putting and I personally find it refreshing because like, at least I know where I stand with you. You know where you stand with me. We should be able to know where we stand with everybody instead of this wishy-washy nonsense. Yes, especially like telling the truth in love. Like, I love it when you just tell me like, hey, that's a little codependent. I'm like, amen. (laughs) Like, just tell me, just tell me. Yeah. And like, if I tell you something, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I know I've told you something and I remember you, you told me something. I, it was in one of the episodes, but you were just like, I like how you called me out in love. And yeah. I, was like, I did like what? Like, I didn't even notice yeah. it. I think it was episode, uh, I think it was episode two. I was talking about trolls, right? And who was being oh, the troll? Yeah. I was being the troll. And that's not even how I meant it. I didn't mean like it just came out so rough sounding. What I really meant to say, (laughs) what I really meant to say was I cannot expect anybody who's on the outside looking in to understand 
heavy worship or to understand heavy ministry because they're on the outside looking in. So it's like, why, why are you trying to criticize? Why are you trying to be subjective? Why are you trying to be analytical when you're not in the circle? You want to get in the circle, you want to get in the pit and let's do it. Welcome. But if you're not going to be in the pit, then why are you here? Which still sounds kind of rough. So maybe I am just a troll. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're trying to say. You're trying to be like, why are you being so negative if you're not wanting to be part of the ministry? It's like someone that's like, uh, for instance, I have this person that I used to call a friend. I don't really call this person a friend anymore, mm-hmm. but I still pray for this person. But it's like, anytime I post something about, oh, God changed my life in this way. Listen to this Christian metal band, something, something, something. This person always has to go in and be like, I don't like that because it's promoting this, or I don't like that. And like always just being negative, always being a hater. I'm like, well, why, why are you so negative? If you don't, if you don't like what I'm posting, if you don't like my ministry, then don't follow me. Don't, don't, don't be in my life. If you don't like it, why are you here? Are you here? Because I mean, honestly, there's people like that because they're nosy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're, they're actually curious about it. And they're like, well, maybe it is different, but they're still in that mindset of like, I need to prove this wrong because I've been hurt by the church. I've been hurt by its people, blah, blah, blah. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's where they get it all wrong because it's like the church did not do anything. It's literally the people that like we, and it's crazy because they want to complain, but it's like, we are all broken. We are all fallen. We are not perfect. We came from Adam and Eve people. Like we're not perfect. Are we in heaven? No. So obviously we're all going to mess up. We're all, you know, going to take each other off. <laughs> we're all going to say things that we don't mean, you know, we're, we have our good moments, but at the end of the day, we're still a sinner and we're still going to be bad. Even right. if we don't consider it bad, God might consider it bad. I mean, it, you know, we always have to check back in with the word, but it's like, I feel like I'm rambling here with that, but it's like, <laughs> something that I'm so passionate about because like, I don't want you to get on yourself and be like, Oh, I'm a, I'm, I feel like I'm a troll now. Like, I no. feel like just reiterating, like what you're trying to say. It's like, if you're going to be a hater about it and you're just going to put people down, like you need to go back in your sanctuary and you need to reevaluate yourself and you need to figure out what is stirring within you that is making wanting that is wanting to hurt other people because hurt people hurt people and that's Mm -hmm. where it goes back to at the end of the day yep i'm like if you're if you're wanting to hurt other people you need to go check yourself honey because i'm like life's too short for that mess and nobody wants to start drama nobody Mm -hmm. wants to be it you know arguing with somebody no it doesn't feel good why are you going to do something that doesn't feel good yeah i'm like you're bored or you, you know, you got, I mean, there's so many things and I've done this because you and I both know that we've taken psychology classes and also just listening to sermons and being around, um, good leader leadership. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're starting to see like different, you know, picking apart stuff. Like this is a healthy person. They're not perfect, but they're, they're a healthy person because they're taking their they're taking themselves and they're taking themselves accountable. And they're like, 
doing a daily inventory of how we always talk about like, what did I do right today? What did I do wrong today? What, you know, do I need to make an amends with this person like today? And it's like, you know, a lot of these people, a lot of these people don't have that kind of knowledge. So they're just going to act out on their emotions. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it just gets me so fired up. No, I get you. Cause it definitely is a hard issue. I'm not going to sit here and criticize Bethel or Hillsong and be like, that's the same chord progression that you've been paying, playing for the last, I don't know, six albums. You think you can change it up? I'm not going to do that. Cause you know what? I don't really listen to Hillsong. I don't really listen to Bethel. That's out of my arena. All right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be disrespectful of what they're doing because the truth is they're good at what they're doing. They're still feeding God's sheep. And they're still ministering and they're still serving the Lord. And that's what matters. It doesn't matter what I think about it. It doesn't matter what I feel about it. And any opinion that I may have on it really doesn't matter. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, we're, we're all created in the image of God. We are all given a purpose. We're not just here on accident. It's not like, well, you know, God felt like being funny. So he created, you No. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> like we have a purpose. We have a calling. We are on a mission. There is something for us to accomplish. And ultimately, if this is the first time that you're hearing this, I want you to know some people can get really bummed out about this. And they're like, man, my purpose is to serve God. Like that's so lame. And depending again on your heart and your mind, you could say that, but I will tell you 100% the truth it's the most exhilarating, the most exciting, the most fulfilling, the most enjoyable thing that I've ever done with my life ever was giving my life to the Lord and serving him. I get, I get so much fulfillment out of it. I never thought that I would have. So if the Lord has called Hillsong to do what they do, then go on and do it. And if the Lord has called us to do what we do here in heavy worship nation, then we're going to go, we're going to do it. And we're going to enjoy it and it's going to be good and it's going to be amazing. That's, that's really what I was getting at. I love that. <laughs> I think that is so good. I love how we both just get so passionate because, you know, we need more women to be more just, I mean, I, I know like it's, it seems like it's more popular nowadays, like for uh, more women to be in the church than the men, but it's like, I don't know. It's just. I want more women to speak up on actual like real life situations like not like oh my boyfriend broke up with me and I'm just so sad like no like let's talk about you uh at 3 a.m getting so high being in a ditch not knowing where the heck you are yeah and like sleeping around with this guy who gave you chlamydia like I'm talking like you like I want to hear your story yeah, I don't miss those days at all. I don't miss those days either. And I'm glad I got delivered from things because girl, it was a mess. Was I was messy, 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 messy. Oh, I was God. like, Mm-mm-mm. oh man. So, and, and that's a fun thing too. I mean, reflecting on everything is always fun because you can sit back and just ask yourself, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Why did this happen? <laughs> I'll tell you, and it all correlates. And it's like, people are like, well you know what like that has nothing to do with heavy worship I'm like yes it is because we are people we are imperfect people Mm -hmm. who love a perfect God who want to serve God and honestly telling your testimonial can help anybody and it doesn't matter because at the end of the day 
it doesn't matter about the music genre. It doesn't matter where we are here to serve God and tell our testimony. Mm -hmm. That is the main thing to do. And it's like certain people don't realize that. And honestly, like how you were saying, how you were like, as soon as you gave your life to Christ and as soon as you figured out what your purpose was and you're like living through that, you are like the happiest, like most fulfilled person. I mean, of course, like, you know, we have our depression episodes, we have our yeah. anxiety, panic attacks, uh-huh. like whatever, ha- whatever your struggle is. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, it's like, now that we have the Lord in our life guiding us through, it's like, I wouldn't have it any other way because when I try to do it on my own with prescription medication, with alcohol, with, with uh, marijuana, when I try to like, you know, sleep around and like get it through everything else this world has to offer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was on my deathbed because I was not I was not happy. I wanted to die. Me too. And it's like, the world is not going to fulfill you. And that's why we are so passionate about taking what we loved from the world. Like, obviously, you know, like all these different genres, like God gave these people gifts. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it, it's depending like what you do with it. Like, like how her and I talked about, like my favorite band is Pantera. But obviously, they're not a Christian metal band. But, you know, it's like what you have with this gift, like how are you going to use it to glorify God? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these bands we we talk about, we see that it's like, oh, I just want to get famous. I just want to have money. I just want to have the house. But it's like, what about after? What about when you have all of that stuff? What do you have left? You're not going to be able to take that with you in the afterlife. You're not going to be able to, to take that to your grave. I've, I've seen, I've read stories where people are like, I want to be buried with my money. I'm like, for what your body's going to disintegrate. And then what? It's that mine. money's still going to be there. Right. It's mine though. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not yours. Did you make it? Did you create that tree? Oh did you, God. did you make that? Like, I, I mean, I'll go, I'll go deep into it. I'm, I don't care, but it's, it's just like, people will see. If you're listening to this right now and you're like a new believer or you're just, I don't know what, you don't know what to believe. If you're like, I don't like religion, but I, I'm interested in Jesus or whatever. Like we are your people because we yeah. will literally tell you straight up. And we always preach the gospel every episode yeah. to give a chance for someone to actually hear the word of God and to not feel judged, to not feel like, oh, um, I don't understand it. So there's just no point. Like i can't even tell you how many different translations there are for the bible Mm -hmm. there's literally a bible that like five-year-olds can understand with the translation Mm -hmm. if you get the the u version bible app like we talked about and the other stuff that you talked about and i forgot what episode was that that you were talking about the um resources it was what is heavy worship episode two yep episode two we were talking about I mean, Bible Hub's a good one. Uversion's a good one. E-Sword, definitely worth looking into. Um, and in that particular episode, we were just talking about being critical, using your brain. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I cannot understand. I mean, because there's some things that just take blind faith, right? There's some instances and some things that just require that. But for the most part, it's okay to be skeptical. It's okay to be critical. It's okay to be analytical because in you questioning and wrestling with God, that is what's going to build your faith. It is so much better for you to ask those questions, to wrestle with what you think and what you feel and what you know, 
than to try to lie to yourself and convince yourself that you believe when you, when you really don't. Okay. Um, off the top of my head, I know here's my issue. Okay. I know the Bible it's pinned on my heart. I cannot be like, you know, first Peter chapter six, first, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I the wish Bible. I could be like that, dude. I don't know the Bible, that well, but I will say this. Okay. I think it's in Romans actually. Now that I think about it, Holy spirit is this you leading me, <laughs> but, uh, the apostle Paul said to work out your own salvation, right? You have to work it out. Salvation. Yes. It's something that Jesus did for us. Okay but it is okay for you to pray for faith. I personally, I, I still struggle with unbelief, even though the Lord delivered me from epilepsy, even mm-hmm. though the Lord fed me for two years when I was unemployed, even though the Lord helped me get into college, even though the Lord has like taken care mm-hmm. of me so well this year, it is ridiculous. Like straight up guys, if I was to tell you, I didn't have to pay rent this year. That is really what God has done for me. Mm-hmm. Like he has just been like straight up. I have been in the wilderness eating this manna that the Lord has been providing every single day this year, even though I know God and I see mm-hmm. him work and he answered my prayers, even though I see him every single day, I still have that unbelief. Sometimes I still have that yes. doubt. So it's okay for you to have that unbelief. It's okay for you to have that doubt. You can absolutely pray for faith. Yes. Like, Lord, Amen. I obviously I'm short. Can you help me out? One of my favorite, one of my favorite, favorite scriptures was where, um, a dad took his boy to go get delivered from epilepsy because the disciples couldn't cast it out. Right. So they take the dad and the son to Jesus. And he's like, if you can, could you please heal my son? And Jesus is like, what do you mean? If I can, you don't think I can. Mm. real salty he's like you don't think i can or what mm-hmm. like why are you even wasting, it, like why are you even wasting my time if you don't believe i can do this go somewhere else and the man's like i do believe help my unbelief right and when i read that i was just like holy cow you you can your mind can believe that jesus can save you and heal you but your heart can still have that unbelief yes and the lord will still give you 100%. faith to help you where your heart falls short. I just want to share that with you guys, because Mm -hmm. I know I I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to, to where they're like, I want to believe, but I want to believe, but, or if, if God's real, then why did this happen? And why that, you know, and it's like our minds can wrap around the academics, but our heart can still be far removed from the Lord. And it is okay to have those wrestles. It's okay to have that struggle. It's okay to go to God and be like, help me in this area because he will. I think honestly, if that's two things God loves to give people, three really is his love, his grace, mm-hmm. wisdom, four, right? Love, grace, wisdom, and faith. All you got to do is ask. Ask and you shall receive in the faith of a small as a mustard seed. Have you guys seen how small a mustard seed it is? Small, teeny like tiny, tiny, tiny. But it's, and he, it's true. He will never depart from you. It is. It is true. Once he, once you let, once you let the Lord in your heart, he ain't leaving. As much as you try to kick him out, like that demonstration that they did at our church, where it was, uh, I forgot, it wasn't Pastor Ed, it was uh, Pastor Hutch Kufal, or I can't even say his last name. But they got the light bulb, and then it was so bright, and that that showed like the Holy Spirit inside of us. 
and then it's like every bad thing that we've done or like whatever or that we're trying to hide from god or whatever thing that we come with come up with in our mind trying Mm -hmm. to like ignore god he would put a blanket over it and another blanket and another blanket to try to diminish that light but that light is still in you regardless of all the darkness Mm -hmm. that you feel that you have god still sees the light in you because you have jesus in you and even if you don't know the lord he he already knows like he already knows what's going to happen to you so he already knows that you're going to come to him but it's the matter of when and and like we talk about like jesus as a gentleman he's not going to force himself into your life Mm -hmm. he's not some type of religion that's like you need to believe in me right now at this time and whatever like he's just like i'm here when you're ready on the floor crying you feeling like you're gonna pass out whatever drugged up i don't care he's he's right there waiting for you Mm -hmm. and it's your decision if you want to let him into your life or not because he did give us free will he did he did isn't that crazy well we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back and uh we'll just again still awestruck Mm -hmm. that the season's over yeah we're we're definitely going to share with you guys what's coming up next so yes we'll be be right back and we're back Woo woo! thank you guys for being so patient with us I feel like honestly, like like we're radio show hosts. I'm like, and we're back to blah 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 blah. You know, I've been thinking about getting one of them soundboards. I have that one. Uh, what is that? That one MIDI. I bet you we could I program guess. it and put the little. That would be funny. really cool. I like the little horn. Oh yeah, where 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 where? That's my favorite. It's so funny. It's so cheesy. It's like bah, 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 bah. it is. It is. But I love it. Mm-hmm. But- anyway you were gonna go ahead and lead us to what is coming up in the future so now that we wrapped up season one again season one was just about laying a good solid foundation Mm -hmm. so that way no matter what background you're coming from whether you have a lot of experience or not it's it should be common knowledge so we wanted to have that foundation set um for every season coming up next we're going to be delving deeper into the individual bands. So again, you know, the Lord has just been so amazing. He Mm -hmm. has just made a way, believe it or not, (laughs) for us to know a lot of these bands. So we're going to be, we're going to be reaching out to every single one of them. And since our primary goal here is to start a community locally, we're going to do this regionally. All right. And my thought process behind this isn't that we're going to do it per city because that would be really cool but that would also take forever and there's there's a lot of cities out there to where the scene just isn't developed you know there might be a handful of musicians but maybe the fans don't know that they're even there so my idea for the upcoming seasons is going to be regional so now that we're coming out of the darkness we're going into the light and that is going to be the name of every single season from this point on until yes. we cover all the bands that are active now. Because I mean, there, there is a whole nother side of heavy worship that exists where bands are phenomenal, but they're not active anymore. They're not recording. Mm-hmm. They're not touring. It doesn't take away from how good they are, but they're not active. So I think since we are trying to build a community, it's better to focus on the bands that are active right now. 
And since we're gonna be doing this regionally, of course, the first place we're gonna start is Texas. I am super- on, Texas. Woo! I am super excited for it. Yeah, we have such an incredibly diverse heavy worship scene here. I did not realize how diverse it was until we started getting out there. Cause like I had never heard of Stonewall static. I had never heard of brutality. I had never heard of saving Jackie. No, I had never heard. Like I had, I had wanted to go see becoming sons last year, but I missed them, you know, or like, uh, cannibalistic cannibalistic. There's another show coming up. What is that? Uh, the walls of Jericho or something. Mm-hmm. And then that other band, the Harley. I mean, there's so many that I was totally reborn. They're so good. Yes. I had no idea they existed. So that's our goal. We're going to be focusing regionally. All right. Maybe statewide. So of course we're going to do Texas. Of course we're going to do Cali. Mm -hmm. We got to do a Cali edition. And then we're probably going to do like the Southern belt, which would be Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Yes, I'm looking at it right here. There are some amazing things happening down there, right? So we southern, uh, oh yeah, uh, Georgia, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. and then the other one you got like Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Michigan, Midwest, and then I even we even have an outliers, which is like Washington, Oregon, Rhode Island, yes, New Jersey, and then once once we do all of those. We're going to branch out because we are a global community, guys. Yep. Canada, Mexico, absolutely Brazil, mm-hmm. Norway, Sweden, Russia, South Korea. Like, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm just so excited about it. And then after that, we'll get into those non-active bands. You know, the yes. bands, I don't like to call them one-hit wonders, but they are. And because I wish it was. They came so. and left. Like a thousand times repent. I love that album. Oh my God, I love it. And I don't, I don't, it, the, the most frustrating thing for me is like you can go on Spotify and you can listen to it. I encourage everybody to do so. I have no idea who these guys are. I don't know their names. <laughs> I don't know their social media. And it's like I so badly want to see if they're doing other things, but. You know what I need to do? I need to have Talos help me with this because he does mm. these investigations like nobody's business. He'll track them He's down. Smart. He's amazing. I'm going to have him help me do this. But yeah, guys, that's that's what we're going to be working on. We're going to be working on just building up communities regionally. So we encourage everybody to be engaged. Stay, stay plugged in, stay mm. connected. Just because you may not know of shows happening in your area does not mean that they're not happening. They probably are. You just yes. don't know about it. Or even better, if if you're a musician to where you've been struggling with this, like, am I supposed to be playing? Should I be playing? Those are the kinds of things that we're going to ask these bands. How did you know that you were called to play music? How did you even get started? And yes. if you feel if you feel that the Lord's calling you to do that, guess what? We need you. We mm-hmm. we need heavy worship. We need you. We don't care if you're playing out in your garage and you don't have a Spotify, whatever. We just, we want you. We need you. We want you on here. SoundCloud, that's cool. YouTube, that's cool. Totally cool. But we do, we need you. So Mm -hmm. I'm so excited, man. I I am so, so excited. 
It's going to be so good. I'm so excited to hear more of the testimonies because you guys, I mean, we obviously we're recording this ahead of time uh, before you get to it, but man, I don't know if you're, you're listening to the episodes in order, but I suggest that you do because every single person's testimony is just so good, so powerful and in its own special way, even if it's like, you don't think your testimony is as great as the other one because it's not as crazy. It doesn't make it less impactful. Yeah. It's always going, it's always going to be good because you're coming to realize that the Lord is the most important thing in your life. The most important being in your life is going to be Jesus. And Mm -hmm. that's really it. And I mean, just, just looking back on all of the episodes and all the testimonies, Mm -hmm. uh, me and Celeste, we definitely work on this together. Okay. I'm, I'm absolutely more analytical. I'm very much a more organized person. Not that Celeste is disorganized. Mm -hmm. She, she's more emotional based. I'm more thought based and we kind of balance each other out because I can sit in my little layer thinking all day long and plotting plans. (laughs) I can do that. Oh I can do that. But you know what? Like Celeste, you, you're just such a wonderfully light, bright, easygoing person. You just draw that out of people. You do. It's just like, hey, what's up? I'm here. You're here. Let's hang out. And I love that about you. Oh, so well, you. when we were working on this, you know, I, I can I can plan things out and be like, okay, this is how the flow is going to go. And this is what the topic's going to be. You know, but when the conversation when the conversation actually came to happening, and the testimonies were being shared, mm-hmm. every single one of them complemented the episode perfectly. And there was no way that I could plan that. Absolutely no way that I could plan that. Mm. So Holy Spirit, yes, yes. Like I, when I, <laughs> I pray a lot, guys. I pray a lot. So I was like, Lord, what is season one going to be? And the Lord's like the foundation. And I'm like, I love it, Jesus. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And he really, he really did it. He really, with every single testimony, with every single topic, with every single question, mm-hmm. everything was foundational. And, and the crazier thing too, is like, even, even the struggles that we went through were foundational because I guarantee you yes. now, now that we've gone through what we've gone through, we're not going to be shaken by that stuff again. Mm-hmm. Like our foundation is we're set. Ready. Nobody's going nowhere. Everything's going to be just fine. He, the the devil he he tried to split us apart for one minute mm-hmm. and i was not having it i was like uh-uh Mm-mm. you don't want this to happen you don't and it's like i ain't, I ain't gonna let that happen because you cannot break what god put together no nope, how many times you try to put it I'm like nope it ain't you guys don't even know you don't even know that's <laughs> all i'm gonna say but i'm telling you so yeah, Texas edition, it's coming, mm-hmm. it's coming, man. So far, I, and I can't even give you an accurate number. I cannot. All I will say is that we are going to do our best to record and release an episode every week. Mm-hmm. And the way it's looking right now, it's very possible that <laughs> season two will be a year. <laughs> yeah. And if it, if it does exceed that, then we might just have to do two a week. I don't know because Texas is big, man. There's a lot of fans yes. you don't know about. <laughs> that is really true because I mean, we just found out about these other bands that popped up on the flyer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about them. Neither so did it's I. Like, 
and then their friends that they know and it's like it it could keep going on and on we don't know how long um we're gonna do the the texas one i mean we kind of have a good layout of it from what we gathered but you never know we might add on another one and another one and and we'll probably have some episodes here and there where you and i just talk like how we're doing now um i did want to mention that we are going to start going live on social Mm -hmm. media every sunday and i think we said we were going to do two o'clock but um Mm -hmm. Yeah, even even then, if you guys want to just stop by and ask us questions or just be like, whatever, please yeah. do so. Please do so. Let us know because we only know so much. And again, we're a global community. So if you hear this episode and you're like, oh man, I know all these Texas bands. Let me hit them up. Please do. Please send us DMs, reach out to us, comment anywhere you want. Just be like, hey, have you heard of this band? Have you heard of that band? Because we want to know. We're looking for them. We're always open-minded, always um, open-minded to be educated in something that we don't even know about. I mean, we're we're discovering so many other genres of like things that I'm just like, I didn't even know that existed. Like when she told me about planet boom and i was like what yeah like, this brought me back to my edm days oh who doesn't love a good edm i love a good edm i was i was shook <laughs> they're awesome and they're in australia i think that is so crazy yeah and like um i know that we're getting close to that hour mark um but i wanted to say i still want to incorporate the gospel in this uh last episode of this season because it's so bittersweet but even though we talked a lot about you know um testimonials and and in our view i really feel like it's important and chill is so good at this to talk about just straight up biblical facts scripture everything and we always like in every episode we want to give you the opportunity to give your life over to christ yeah yeah, it means a lot to us. So we just, before I even tell you guys about the gospel, I just want to thank every single person out there who's listening to this. Not because I want you to listen to it. No, mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful that the Lord is moving in your life and pulling you and calling you towards something like this that can really, really help you to make friends and to not be isolated and to not be alone and to find the healing that you're needing. So I'm, I'm just so thankful and honestly, really humbled that anybody's even listening to this because the truth is y'all could be anywhere. You could be out there anywhere doing anything with your time and you're choosing to spend your time with us just for the glory of the Lord. Like, thank you. It's incredible. But, um, yeah, let me tell you all the gospel. Jesus, the perfect sinless lamb of God. What does that mean? When we fell from grace, right? When, when we sin back in the garden, when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit at that moment, the world became broken. We went from a place that was perfect where there was no pain. There was no fear. There was no hunger. There was nothing, nothing that we knew of that could hurt us. We went from that perfection to brokenness. It, it, in Genesis, you can read the very first emotion that Adam and Eve felt 
after they ate that fruit was shame. And that's something that we were never supposed to feel. We were never supposed to feel guilt. We were never supposed to know shame. We were always supposed to be these eternal beings living in perfection. So these longings and these desires that we have to be perfect and these longings and these desires that we have to just want more out of life. I just, I just need more in a very real sense is undeniable. That's how we were created. But because of sin being entered into the world through rebellion and disobedience through Adam and Eve, we're now fractured and we're separate, which causes this internal battle within us. I want to do what's right, but I can't do what's right. No matter how much I may want to do it, I just cannot do it. Amen. What do we do? What do we do? So my hope and my prayer is that you accept this good news that Jesus was the sacrifice See, because when God told Adam and Eve that they would surely die, he meant that. He meant that they would surely die. And it, like most sins or like most poisons, sometimes the death doesn't happen right away. Sometimes it's not instantaneous. Sometimes it takes a long, long time for that poison and that sin to corrode at you and to eat you. And so before you know it, you're like, I'm on my last breath. This is it. Okay. So the only way that we can undo that penalty of death is for someone to take the place of that penalty. It's mm-hmm. not something that we can do because we were born into it. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's reality. You, you want to know why the world is the way it is. It's, it's because of sin. It's because of broken people living in a fallen world that are continually perpetuating the cycle of sin because they don't want, or maybe they don't know that there's a way for you to escape and that there's a way for you to be made whole. And there's a way for you to, to fulfill that longing and that desire for eternity and for perfection. All right. So Jesus paid that penalty. He paid that price in our place. He said, you know what? That's too much for you. God himself came down as Jesus to be the perfect portion for our sin. I just, just, I want to say that again. God himself knew we couldn't bear the weight of our own sins. So he himself came down as Jesus to bear that weight and pay the penalty because he's a good father who loves you, who wants to be in relationship with you and is waiting with open arms for you to say, okay, that is the good news of Jesus. That is the God that I serve. He's a good father. His mercies are new every day. He's compassionate. He's for you. He will never forsake you. All you got to do is let him in. So if you are feeling in your heart right now that the Lord is like, you know what? It's time. It's time for you to come home. It's time for you to open up and accept me. It's time. I want you to just bow your head, close your eyes, and we will pray this together. Lord Jesus, we need you. We need your grace. We need your mercy. We need your forgiveness. We need you to save us and to heal us and to change us and to make us new. Father, we ask that you fill us with the Holy Spirit so that we can get to know you better. And as we face these trials and these tribulations, Father, we pray that we're sensitive to your leadership and to your guidance. So even though we may not know what step to take, we know that you are with us. I pray, Father, that you just reveal yourself to your people and you move their hearts to repentance. All that means is to change from one way to another. Move them to repentance, Lord, and begin to complete the good work that you've begun in them, Lord, just 
keep doing what only you can do. And I pray, Father, that you baptize them all in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love it. That's it. That's all she wrote. That's it. And I'm telling you, like I always say, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, congratulations. Welcome to the family. Yes. You are a child of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. And we love you as a brother or sister in Christ. Well, I mean, we're women, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, We love our brothers and sisters in Christ so much. And like Chill said, you know, before we close this out, I just wanted to say thank you all for so much for supporting our ministry. Thank you guys so much for just sending us encouraging messages. Um, coming up, those that listen to us that go to our church, just thank you so much for encouraging us to keep on going mm-hmm. to um, telling us that you love listening to our podcast and that it's something that you look forward to every week. Of course, <laughs> now we are going to be better about scheduling them out, but um, I'm just so thankful. And the fact that we already have our, our first admin, Marcus, who is so cool, and we, we're already building more of a community. We already have people that are like, when is the merch coming out? And let me tell you, by the time this comes out, the, I feel like the merch <laughs> would be out because we already have it going. We already, yeah. have, we already have the designs and yeah. everything. Yeah, they're, they're so hitting, exciting. They're hitting the presses. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. It's so good. And I'm so, I'm so excited for the next season um, that we're going to go into. I'm excited to, to um, see some of the, the old faces, but also the new faces as well. It's so funny. I've, I've got a lot of funny stories already with some of these guys, and it's gonna be yes. <laughs> it's gonna be humbling. <laughs> oh man, it's it's gonna be so good. And I'm just we're we're just so thankful for you, and that you like Chill said that you took the time out to listen to our podcast. And um, before we close this out, I wanted to. I just feel led to pray just for anyone listening to this podcast. Um, anybody who is struggling, I'm just gonna start at Lord Jesus, anybody who is struggling with their identity, anybody who is struggling with to see that you are Lord, anybody who has church hurt, anybody who has been physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually abused in their past, anything that is trying to get uh get them to be separate from you because of their hurts habits or hang-ups lord they are not defined by that they are not um they are not how can i say this they are loved they are loved by you and they are loved by your people and you just want a relationship with them god and their past does not define them you are the one that's going to love them the most out of anybody in this world and let them see the light that you are. And then when they accept you into the, into their own life, let them be a shining bright light to others. So that way they can bring others to you and to the kingdom. I just want to let you all know that. And that the Holy Spirit is just telling me right now 
that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God and that nobody can take that away from you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 So until next time, please be safe out there. Yes, as always, you are listening to Heavy Worship Nation. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.